You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the Sound is your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you all for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked On Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. All right, so today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 15% off your next order. So here's what I have on tap for you today. We've got some big news to go over in Carolina basketball world. We've got to catch everybody up. I'm sure you had a great weekend. Beautiful sunshine. Got away from that pollen a little bit. But so many things are happening. we got people added to the team. Got people leaving, transferring, what have you. Got some rumors flying. Got some staff additions that are not happening, that are happening. So many things to go over. And then the Diamond Heels gave us some good action over the weekend. So we'll go over all of that today. First up, hope you guys had a great weekend. Hope you guys are off to a great start to your week. Hope Monday is going well for you. Remember, pollen does not play games in this North Carolina area, so I hope you have your allergy medicine, but thank God for a few thunderstorms that we got to wash it away. If you wash your car, man, I hate it for you because, listen, I have a white car and I'm so upset by the fact that it always stays dirty, right? It always stays dirty in pollen season, like typically everybody else, but let's get into it. It was meant to be, Justin McCoy tweeted over the weekend. He has officially committed to UNC just a few days after it was rumored that he was offered a scholarship from Hubert Davis. Justin is six foot eight power forward who spent the last two seasons playing for Tony Bennett. He is also tied to the Triangle region. He is from nearby Cary, North Carolina, where he played at Panther Creek High School. After two years in Charlottesville, McCoy was a three-star prospect in the 2019 recruiting class, decided that Charlottesville was no longer right for him. But this is a great addition for Carolina and not having to sit out for a year. It's not surprising that some of the guys are trying to change within the conference. We need a, uh, someone who can play in the post. It makes sense for Davis to reach out to forwards as well as players who can get some wing action, who can make some shots, who can hit their free throws. You know, Justin McCoy was an 80% free throw shooter. And I know that's like, oh, okay, those are basics. But hey, <laughs> we weren't exactly hitting the basics over here last season. But it's even better news that Justin McCoy has decided to commit to Carolina now because over the weekend, we also saw the fact that Garrison Brooks was confirmed to be transferring from UNC, which Technically, before Justin left, zero big men from last year's team, although a lot of people feel like Baycock could and should return next season. If he is a smart man, he will come back to Carolina, be the man, quote-unquote, and get his talents to the next level. But if there are any kind of inklings that he could be a dominant person in the league, why not go ahead and get better while you're making nice checks? However, we also know that name, image, and likeness are starting to be a thing, so maybe money is on the horizon for some of these college athletes, which will keep them in college a little bit longer. I honestly am in no rush to be an adult. I don't recommend 10 out of 10. Do not recommend rushing the process. Zero out of five stars on Yelp. It is nothing to speed into. I would just go and enjoy being a student and having very little to no responsibilities. It's a different game. It's a different beast. It's a whole different entity to be looked at as a piece of property in that sense. I mean, we can argue that for NCAA as well, but at least you have a little bit of freedom. <laughs> you know, being a student athlete among your peers in the same dynamic and age group, that will never happen again for you. You'll never be around 18, 22 year old in that mass ever again in your life, right? So be 
be a college athlete, I recommend it for as long as you can. That's just my three cents. But you didn't ask for it. Gave it to you. Anyway, let's talk about Hubert Davis. The fact that his job is not getting any easier. He's still on the search for some good assistance as well as trying to get a good team. Man, oh man, it broke that King Rice would not be joining his staff. Rice informed Mom's officials that he plans to return to West Long Branch, where he's been the Hawks head coach for the past 10 seasons. Athletic Director Marilyn McNeil said, we couldn't be happier in a quote. He's very loyal and he's happy and we're delighted that he is going to stay. At the same time, we would support him in whatever decision might happen his decision might have been. Listen, we all recognize that in the day, if Carolina comes calling, you have to entertain it, at least for a little bit. You might not take it, you might not jump on it, but just having the conversation, right, is something that I think everybody would entertain if given the opportunity. He, uh, King Rice was named the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference's Coach of the Year for the third time last season. Rice led the Hawks to a share of the regular season title. He has a career record of 161 to 154 at Monmouth. Rice has informed the official that his plan to return was, you know, just in part in the fact that he wanted to stay with a team that needed some stability, right? There's a lot of changes and turnover happening in within his team, of course. And so he is looking to, of course, he is looking to give his team some structure and give the program and give some of his, you know, higher ups a little bit of peace of mind, right? McNeil went on to say the president and Deputy Athletic Director Jeff Stapleton and I were excited for King, and if he had the opportunity, we were going to support him the whole way. I think he was flattered and gained some confidence through the process, but at the same time, I was hoping that he would see that this place was really good home for him, and at the end of the day, he really did see that, and he never questioned being happy here. And you know, at the end of the day, listen, as much as we talk about titles aren't a big deal some people like enjoy being the head coach being the head honcho being the h in charge like they like just having the opportunity to lead a group of men and not have to answer to anybody and as much as being an assistant at carolina is enticing you do have to answer to somebody right so i think all in all i commend someone for taking a step back realizing your situation and realize what is good for you and your family and saying not for me Right. At the end of the day, I'm going to help and lead young men elsewhere, but still take on the Carolina name. But not for nothing. He's still part of the Carolina family. He's still part of the Carolina tradition. So it's not like, oh, well, we no longer want him here. It's just it didn't work out for him and his. So back on the trail, Huber goes to find who is going to help him lead the Tar Heels next season. And man, oh, man, I hope it's somebody on the list that I picked, but we're going to keep rolling. So I got some people that I'm going to remind y'all of that Hubert could have on his staff. But first, if you're betting a person, you have to have had King Rice on the list. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for you, but I encourage you to keep some odds in there for some good coaches to come out of it. You should sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. 
Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. So, you know, I heard a rumor over the weekend. And by heard, I mean, you know, I was just in the, in the realm of the Twitterverse right, that Walker was strongly considering coming back. Now, I'm not a message board junkie. I don't sit on the boards, listen to people talk, their, their ideas, hateration, hollers, all of that. It's not my thing. <laughs> I personally just want to see what happens when it comes out or let kids announce it when it does come out. But I was in the Twitter world creeping, and that's what I read. So we, we're beyond just the hey, big heads. You know, we have some strong, strong sources saying that Walker is seriously considering coming back to Carolina now that Coach Roy Williams has retired after 18 seasons with the team, felt like he was no longer the right man for the job, and maybe Hubert is. And Hubert mentioned in his press conference that he worked hand-in-hand with Walker every single day, and so that's his guy. So, of course, he told us he was having a conversation that day. Never, We haven't had a conference since, so we don't know how that conversation went. But Hubert seems like he's the one who can pour right into and have those good conversations with his dad. Like, listen, you might have been in the transfer portal, but you sure don't have to stay there. So we're open to bring that guy back. So, Walker, if you're listening, come on home, right? Carolina way. Just got to finish it out. Got to stick it out. One more year. We great under your belt. Now, could that have been a reason that Garrison decided to officially leave? Because Walker decided that it's very strong possibility that he's coming back. Could he also have a strong sense that Armando was coming back because of, you know, he should bring his tail back after his evaluation. And so that would take another big man position away. And then there's transfer Justin McCoy announcing his decision to come to Carolina after being given a scholarship. Could have been the ultimate nail in the coffin. Who knows? My sources, whatever that means, were telling me that Garrison and Hubert had a nice conversation and Hubert definitely wanted Garrison to come back, be a leader beyond just what he does for the team on the court, but also off as we listen to Hubert tell the story of Garrison and how he was trying to do a lot through the Black Lives Matter movement and just helping and giving back, giving back to his hometown elementary school. So he, Garrison is just an upstanding young gentleman that I think will thrive anywhere, right? And so I think having him on your bench is going to be what's going to be super helpful. He could be in the transfer portal and come back as well. Who knows, right? Right? Who really knows? I think he had a great Carolina career, and if anything, go be the man somewhere else and go get some new energy, new vibes, and just a new change, breath of fresh air, and maybe go thrive in NBA or what have you. But who really knows the true reason? All we know is we need some big men and we need some shooters. Kerwin can't be the only one we depend on because now everybody has film on him. Now everybody knows how lethal he is. And so guarding him is going to be, without question, one of the biggest things that teams do next season. So that's why I'm just scratching my head because I just don't even know what we're going to do here. But one thing's for certain, two things for sure. Keeping things in the family is what Hubert Davis is all about. As I mentioned, King Rice is out despite playing with Hubert Davis. He is going to stay at Monmouth. So other ears chirping about who else could step in. Jeff Lebo, who played with Coach who played with Davis and also played under Dean Smith. Played one season with Davis in 88 and 89. He has a son there. He's still on the list. Sean May, as you know, he's a different generation in terms of 2005 national champion, but he's on the list still. 
Other names that have been out there, Jerry Stackhouse, Steve Robinson, Wes Miller, and me personally, I put it out there, Rasheed Wallace, because he's a coach at Jordan High School. I don't know that he wants to be at the collegiate level, but if he does, there's definitely a space in my bench for Rasheed Wallace, okay? Because ball don't lie, period. But now we know Stackhouse is out, and if you were on Twitter, you'd understand, and I implore you to go look up Jerry's name and search some recent liked tweets as to why Jerry Stackhouse will not be on Heber Davis's bench. Then you have Wes, who is already a head coach, and honestly, probably was in the consideration, probably was in consideration for the head coaching job at Carolina. And I don't know, do you guys feel snubbed if they're not picked or could potentially try and sabotage situation? Right? You're not gonna give your best self because you know you should have been the man leading this whole time. So you just do just enough. So when Huber does get fired, you're like, oh, I'll just come right on in and clean everything up and finally do it the way I was gonna do it anyway. Not to say that's gonna happen by any means, but I'm a conspiracy. I love a good conspiracy child. So I love some good tea. Maybe that could have been the whole thing, right? We're going to give Hubert a couple years and he doesn't give it, get us back to where we're supposed to be. Bye. So who knows? Or do guys with their egos want to have a head coach title? As I mentioned, having, being a head coach is the thing. I want to be a head coach. If anything less than, it's kind of a slight. So if I'm Wes, I go learn from Hubert and get ready to take my place as rightful heir. It's the next person in line. He's kind of young, still has some things to learn and trying. We all, if you look at, to me, what Brad Stevens has done with the Celtics, right? Of course, you want the young-minded. You look at uh, the coach from the Rams, so I can't call his name, but I see his face, McVeigh, right? You look at McVeigh and want the young minds, and he went to the Super Bowl, got his butt whooped, right? Everybody wants that young-minded, super smart, you know, young, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and then they pick them, and they're not exactly panning out to what you expect. So could Wes Miller have done that? Maybe. But I also just think it's a different way to connect guys when you're a certain age, certain level, when you have kids their age and you can just talk to them differently. And sometimes when you just look like them, it's a different conversation you can have. It's a different pull to the side conversation, right? So I'm thinking that that's maybe not why Wes was a good candidate for the job at this time. Not to say never, but just not at this time. So we'll have to see. I, I'm holding out for Wes, but maybe think also that it just needs to be somebody who doesn't have Carolina ties, but that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother show. <laughs> so we'll have that on maybe tomorrow if I'm feeling, feeling froggy, but here we are now, as it stands, Huber Davis is in desperate need of an assistant staff. That's going to help him take Carolina back to what we think. Who do you think Carolina is going to get? I would love to know your thoughts at locked on heels at KNC Cooper. Tell me, who you're feeling is going to be a part of the staff. If you get on these message boards, and if you live in that Carolina's verse where you just have to know the insides and outs and scoops, feel free to hit me up at Candace Cooper. I would love to know. But there's that. Now, as you know, I'm on this new journey since retirement from swimming. I have been looking for great treats to stay fit and keep me nice and toned. That's why I've leaned on Bill Bar. Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It is even more delicious because it now has 18 amazing flavors that are 100% covered in chocolate. If you're a health conscious person like me, you'll enjoy Built Bar because it's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Are you ready for NFL Draft? Join Locked On NFL Draft host Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Audacity app or wherever you get podcasts. 
So we end the day with our diamond heels, right? We got to get some good action and love. Baseball beats Duke to even the series up one and one. And they play tonight at 6 p.m. on ACC Network. Carolina recorded a season-high 14 hits over Duke on Sunday afternoon to pick up the 11-5 win, evening the series on what was a beautiful day at Bosch Stadium in Bryson Field. After back-and-forth game through the first seven innings, North Carolina's offense broke through the eighth inning and posted six runs. Carolina doing its thing. Danny Ceretti was at bat with four four at-bats and three hits. Dallas Tesser had three at-bats and two hits, three runs. Caleb Roberts had four at-bats, two hits, one run, while Brett Centracchio had five at-bats, two hits, and two runs. Whew, what a great day for the Diamond Heels. But you know, I can't just hold it down for the men. I got to also tell y'all how the women did because we're finally on one accord, you know, feeling the vibes. We're splitting things out here for the men and the women. And that's exactly what the women did as well. Carolina softball got an 11-6 and win on the first leg of the doubleheader against Virginia, but they could not clinch the series against the Wahoos, dropping the second game 8-5. to So we're all about splitting games here, right, when it comes to the Diamond Hills on both sides. Carolina will now head to Pittsburgh this coming weekend for the first of two road trips while Virginia adds a win to their uh, ACC 13-21, and 9-16 and on the ACC season. So there's that. Still, trying to get this all back on Encore, we're all just getting dubs. That's all I need. So men play tonight, 6 p.m. on ACC Network. Then you got the ladies heading to Pittsburgh, right, on their road trip, and we're going to do the damn thing. Final news of the day, football. Got a game scheduled September 3rd against Virginia Tech. It should be a good one. I'm looking forward to seeing the heels back in action. What a great way to open things up, right? So it was going to be thought about being on Thursday, September 2nd, but it has been confirmed for Friday, September 3rd at Virginia Tech, which is also surprising because we know Mac Brown is big on high school football, but here in lies, we have a game on September 3rd on a Friday night. So that should be fun. I'm thinking that's also a Labor Day weekend, so all of that good stuff. So if you're in town, let's enjoy the ride. Let's get it going, right? So there's that. Now, all the news I got for you today, coming back strong to you tomorrow. We got to talk more in depth about Mac Brown's presser, breaking down a couple things, three things we saw, of course. And then we got to talk more Carolina basketball news, some theories, some conspiracies, all the things we want to put out into the universe because we know it's never a dull moment right now for Carolina hoops, despite the fact that Carolina is offseason. We've still been the hottest thing talking about because, I, I mean, I've heard more conversation about Hubert Davis in the in Roy retiring than I have really about Baylor and the national champions. I don't know. Not to say no tea, no shade, but didn't think I, I thought I was going to have a little different kind of offseason. And that's OK. <laughs> I love the more news we have, the more conversations we can talk about. So I look forward to talking to you guys tomorrow on Tuesday. We'll have some great conversation there. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. There's so many different avenues where you can download and subscribe. Do not miss out on your chance to show your girl some love. I could use five stars, could use a review, right? All of that good stuff. Wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure you download and subscribe. Make sure you play. You can even Marcus play, right? If you can't get the whole thing, but if y'all got things to do, Put me on in the background, just have a conversation, get a couple laughs in. We're all good. We're all fam here, right? So that's nothing but love you get for the next 20 minutes to 30 minutes of your life. I'm just saying. 
Sounds like a good time and a good vibe. <laughs> so do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe. It helps me as well to get the feedback. If you love it, great. Tell me what things you like to talk about. If you don't like some things, all right, listen. We'll have a conversation. We'll discuss it. Could even bring you on if you want to, right? We love bringing on guests. We love having conversations about the heels as much as we can. So do yourself a favor. Get into it. I look forward to talking to you guys tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. And as always, go Heels. You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.